Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her, and for today's episode, I will be discussing two things that literally have no relations. The first topic is something that everyone is experiencing. But on the other hand, and I mean that far non-dominant hand, if you paid attention to the uproar on Twitter last week, you probably know why people are not too fond of Superwoman, aka Lily Singh at this very moment. Now keep in mind, this is a for her, by her podcast. But the tough conversations still need to be had even if it relates to another female in the hot seat. But let's put that on the back burner for now and start off with this hot mess of a pandemic. First and foremost, I want to give my condolences to all the lives lost and the grieving families who not only have to bear the pain of a lost one to this virus, but those who can't even bid farewell and show their respects in what would be their traditional way. I was watching the news today and this girl was talking, she was in Quebec and she mentioned how her father passed away back in April and he didn't have Corona. He wasn't sick with the virus. Instead, he had cancer and he had been battling it for two years. Now, mind you, he passed away and everyone has this plans for the funeral. Obviously, it's not going to be too big. She was expecting at least 10 like that immediate, immediate family. Now she learned that only two people can attend the funeral. Only two people can be at the gravesite. How do you pick which two family members can attend a funeral? How do you pick that? Mind you, his widow, his wife is still alive. So that's one spot taken. How do you decide who gets the second? She's mentioned they were a family of five. Now they're a family of four. So the parents and three kids. So how do you decide out of you and your siblings who's going to go to the funeral? That's crazy. So to think that, you know, you can't say farewell. You can't have a funeral the way that you want to. We can no longer gather in groups of more than five people if that number didn't drop either. We've reached a point where... Everyday people were flying. Everyone was catching flights, going here, going there. Now, you can't even fly, whether it's personal, business, or recreational. We have to go outside and walk around people with caution. Not that we weren't doing it before, but it's the fact that when we go outside, we have to have our masks on. We need to have gloves on. I've literally walked on the sidewalk where some people were so afraid to walk beside me that they will stretch and go the extra mile to walk away from me to the point where they're literally at the side of the road. Like, my girl, you're, you're walking on the curb. It's okay. You're only going to have to like pass by me for a split second. But they want to take you know the extra mile to not walk near anyone. So to think that there's this new level of caution that we have to take all while standing in line for grocery stores. Now, I am sure most of you have had this experience. It's been a couple weeks, it's been since March, 
where you've had to wait in line the minimum of like half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour to get into that grocery store, to get into Walmart, child, to even get into the liquor store. The world as we know it completely did a flip overnight. And here we are. Secondly, before I start rambling, I want to give a big thank you and round of applause. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you to all the essential and frontline workers. It's because of you why our city operates. Bless your hearts and putting yourselves at risk by still having to go out there and work. And I think I can speak on behalf of almost everyone when I say we love and appreciate you to the fullest extent. Now, as I reflect on my time during all of this, I would say that I'm having a pretty interesting experience. Almost like Gloria and Wayne to exhale. Her life is go, go, go as a single mother and beauty salon owner, although I am none of those two things, but just just focus on the metaphor, people. (laughs) Her life is go, go, go as a single mother and a beauty salon owner, focused on others until Marvin comes along and shows her how important she is and that it's okay to face and embrace changes in life. Whew, getting hot already. If you haven't seen this 90s classic, you definitely should. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. Anyway, during my time of social distancing, other than my sleep schedule being all the way messed up, I've spent a lot of time figuring out who Natalie Nadine is and getting back to me. Mind you, I've been home for what I think is seven weeks, give or take. So I've had a lot of free time on my hands. Anywho, back to my point. I've been focusing more on me and my health, whether it's been eating better, making my own food, to exercising and just being overall more physically active. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but the food I've been making, (laughs) baby girl, it might be some own voice, has been nothing short of amazing if I do say so myself. I've also been giving my attention back to the projects that I've put on hold procrastinated on, or haven't even started. Those things include my podcast, Unapologetically Her, duh, my YouTube channel, among other personal things that I really just never had time for. I've really been using this time to just take a step back and focus on things that I've lost sight of, and to be honest, I couldn't be happier. I literally forgot how much I love doing certain things when I had the free time and being at work full time really made me forget about those things. I acted like they had no importance, no significance to my life or to my well-being and who I am as a person, which is why it goes back to I am finding who Natalie Nadine is. I even had this conversation with some friends of mine. We're all in the same boat. Everyone is loving this time at home because they're doing the things that they haven't done in years and doing the things that truly makes them happy. To be honest, as bad as the coronavirus has been to many, I think it was also a blessing in disguise to others because we're finally getting that chance to slow down, take a step back and reflect on what's truly important, who you really are, 
And what do you want to do with your life, with your future, with your present self once this is all over? I know for me personally, I will be operating a lot differently. Whether it's personal, business, social, friendships. This showed me what my true priorities are and what I'm no longer going to waste my time on. But I won't give you all the details just yet. You have to stay tuned and see what life will be like after this pandemic is over. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at unapologetic underscore uh on twitter if you want to connect with me personally your host natalie nadine follow me at natalie nadine on all three social media platforms Ooh, let me just rub my temples real quick just get it out my system okay cool We see this happen all the time. We hear about it constantly. However, once again, here we are having to explain why this is not okay, people. Cultural appropriation versus appreciation. You see where I'm going with this? Okay. According to Google, cultural appropriation is almost like cherry picking the selection of certain aspects of a culture and ignoring their original significance for the purpose of belittling it as a trend. Now, cultural appreciation, hey, is honoring and respecting another culture and its practices as a way to gain knowledge and understanding. Now, I'm all for girl love, girl power, female empowerment, hence this podcast. However, when someone is in the wrong man or woman, they have to be called out. Or you know what? Maybe called out is too harsh of a term. Let's run that back a bit. The situation itself should be addressed not to embarrass or shine a negative light on that person or the situation, but to educate and explain why something could be wrong and how it comes across as offensive hurtful, in hopes that the person or other people don't follow suit and do it again. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I don't like Lily Singh, that I didn't buy her book, and that I don't watch her videos, because I do. I'm not a super diehard fan, but I am a fan. But as most of you know, she was trending for a hot minute. Not only was it in a bad way, but it was for something she had been allegedly called out for before, yet continues to do regardless. On April 28th, she released a video remixing a dance hall hit titled Badman Forward, Badman Pull Up, Ay! by Jamaican dance hall artist Ding Dong, stating that she is making it into a song that is quote unquote for the ladies. Take a listen. Okay, 
that's enough. <laughs> not gonna lie, it's a little cringy to listen to. That's not the point I'm trying to make though. The point I'm trying to make here is that once again, she's using black and Caribbean culture as a means of profit and personal gain. For years, Singh has been doing sketches and songs that rip from black and Caribbean culture. But what makes it even worse is that when she does, and when she films videos for them, it seems like she's putting on a costume. There always seems to be a standard uniform. Baggy clothes, cornrows, the, the backwards cap, and an off-putting accent. Almost like, here's how to dress and act black, 101. Now, personally, what I hate the most is not only do people let her get away with this, but they justify her actions by saying, well, she's from Scarborough, she's from Toronto, so it's okay. No, it's not. For me personally, I take offense to this because not only am I a black female of Jamaican descent, but I'm also from Scarborough. I'm also from Toronto. Proud to be born and raised. To think as a global influencer, she doesn't really take the time to address the stereotype she's creating, but instead enforces it, kind of boggles my mind. Really makes me think twice. Being from Scarborough is not your get out of jail free card, your gate pass to use when you want to be, or not want to be, but when you want to deliberately use other people's culture for your profitable leisure. Mind you, I, I can't remember a time where she's given back to Scarborough, done a meet and greet here, or if you want to take it a step further back, rep Jamaica with anything else other than Bob Marley, which after a while, that kind of gets a little basic because everybody knows Bob Marley. It, it's not, you know, it doesn't take much brain power. When all is said and done, she gets to turn off the camera, go back to being Lily, whereas we the people have to now inform others that no, this is not how we all act. We don't all dress like this. We don't all talk like this. What she did there, we're not claiming that. Why should I give props and credit to someone who's ripping off things that, that aren't a part of her history and culture and getting fame for it? While those who have deep-rooted history and are actually a part of that culture get little to no acknowledgement at all. At this rate, when it comes to certain posts, I feel like she's beginning to lose authenticity and raise more eyebrows. Or maybe we're just noticing things a lot more now. Regardless, Singh, among other celebrities, continue to profit from things others are continually being stereotyped and dragged for. All we ask is to please stop using us as a token. Please stop using others as a profitable means. And this goes to everyone. We need to know when to draw the line when to draw the boundaries and eliminate the blurred lines. We need to know the difference between cultural appropriation versus appreciation. Lastly, we need to learn how to make engaging, entertaining, and funny content without pulling from other people's history and culture in a negative, derogatory manner. This concludes today's episode of Unapologetically Her. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, 
questions, or podcast topics, hit me up on social media at unapologetically her on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Also, don't forget you can listen to the podcast on various platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, Spotify, and last but not least, YouTube. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you'll tune in to a next episode. Much love, peace, and I'll catch you beautiful ladies in the next one.